Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We are live on Believe in Monsters podcast. I am one of two tonight. Uh, Chris Krogman here at Shy Bears 1985. Uh, this is Believe in Monsters. B I M underscore pod on the Believe Network at Believe B L E A V Network on the Twitterverse. Uh, our my co-host tonight is Mr. Lucas Berry, the Lucas Berry at L Berry underscore forty. Please follow both of us and the show. And our uh, missing host, Mr. Joe Gaither, at Joe Gaither 6 on the Twitter box. Uh, you can like and subscribe and comment on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and all the socials and the podcast, Spotify, and all the shits out there. Lucas and Joe do a wonderful job of posting those things for everybody listening at home because your boy... Doesn't do that. I don't know how, but that's all right. <laughs> how are you tonight, man? You don't got to out yourself like that. And whatever. I'm the talent. It's all right? good. I, I do the, it's all I do good. the, you're, the you're the hired talent. Something like that. Something like that. Uh, I'm good, man. I'm excited. I am going to the, the Bears game in Chicago this week. Uh, I have some of my Philly fl- friends flying out. Um, they actually listen to our podcast weekly, so thank you for listening. And they were asking if you guys will be there. And I said, unfortunately, the other guys from BIM will not be there this year. But it's, it's all good. We'll get you out there to a game. But, uh, I, uh, I've been to Soldier once. I, uh, I did want to go this year. Unfortunately, some family uh, challenges have come up to where I won't be able to attend, uh, unfortunately, financially and just time-wise right around the holidays and whatnot just makes it you know way too difficult you guys like to go on fucking whacked out shit for parents you know like you wanted to go on halloween last year like i'm gonna leave my six and four year old to not go (laughs) trick-or-treating with me um and then this year you know christmas time and i gotta buy them presents and got my mom in town and and all that shit so uh unfortunately won't be able to join you but i will i'm sure you asshats are going to FaceTime me while you're there getting blitzed on Fireball and Coors Light. And no, no, wait, no, what's your what's the shitty Chicago light beer that everybody drinks? I don't Miller know. Light. Miller Light, the official beer Miller of the Chicago light. Bears. Official beer of the Midwest alcoholics. Anyway. That's spotted good. cow. That's spotted cow, man. No, that sounds too fancy. Spotted cow. That's a it's a Wisconsin. Everyone in Wisconsin drinks it. They drink Schlitz, man. I don't know what that is. Milwaukee's best. Uh, Milwaukee's best. Uh, they're actually, you know what? What is is Milwaukee's best? The the no Bush Light. Bush Light's not a bad cheap ass beer. You know, it's like even cheaper than Bud Light, and it's not bad. It's an Anheuser Busch. Beer, obviously, bush light. But anyway, um, so on. I'm looking at the weather here. 
It's going to be cold on Sunday. It is going to be uh, 19 degrees as a low and a high of 29. So, yeah, I'm going to need a lot of fireball to stay warm and uh, just even be able to tolerate the game I'm about to see. <laughs> you should get those hand warmers that you can break open and stick them all over your person. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Last time, last time I went to a Bears game, actually, I brought uh, fireball, little fireball shooters in my socks. I'm surprised they didn't get taken away, but were they the plastic bottle kind or like the yeah like, yeah little pouch, plastic pouch. ones? You know, you can get those like pouch, pouches, po those pockets. They're called pocket shots. I think is no brand, brand name is. So they're like uh, they're like plastic like envelope things, and they have like a little twist. You just twist them up, boom. They, they slide into socks or coat pockets or whatever right groin whatever area you if you want to you know <laughs> really hide it you know all right um, at, at that at that point i'm just i'll just buy the drink inside the stadium if it gets that bad <laughs> i don't know man a fireball can keep your keep your undercarriage nice and warm but let's talk about the game last week lucas because it was the least stressful i've been about any bears uh week all all season uh, as they were on a bye week they uh had their final finally had their bye week and lucas you and i have talked about the week 14 bye in the nfl and how so late fucked up this is so late in the season and because of how the nfl restructured their their season last year with having uh 18 game or 18 weeks, weeks. now and 17 yeah. games it changes fantasy football right so now there's the the playoffs are now weeks 15, 15. 16 and 17 as opposed to 14 15 16 so week 14 now becomes pretty important if you're trying to make a playoff push and you know there's buys and of course there's buys every other or a lot of other weeks during the season and i understand every game you know is the game that you can miss or make the playoffs but man like let's say you're a justin fields owner right and you were dog shit for the first i don't know four to six weeks of the season and then you picked up justin fields because he had a good week and then he carried your ass to like four five six straight wins that was me in dynasty he was so amazing and then now week 14 comes along and you're really about to make those playoffs but guess what justin feels like you have to, today you have to play tyler huntley you have to play dude who did that my brother-in-law did that yeah no i know yeah. someone who who had uh a playoff chance and their quarterback was on by and they played huntley and uh he got hurt, he got hurt. that was it yeah yeah was was this, who was that cat that they had last year that torched us huntley i that thought was huntley was the dude that went to ucla mm, i think he went to utah but no huntley torched us well lamar was out all right well whatever i mean i'll believe you but I don't. That name doesn't sound familiar. I think you're I thinking. I think you're thinking UCLA because the other week when we talked about the Bears getting a backup quarterback like no. Fields, you had suggested no. the UCLA quarterback. No, I know that. Listen, man. 
I might be twice your age, but I'm not like completely forgetful of where things happen. Well, well, we got torched by Huntley last year. Where'd he go? You did go to Utah. All right. Who am I thinking of then? Anyway, uh, Brett Hundley went to went to UCLA. That's not far off. Tyler Huntley, Brett Hundley, we're we're close. We're in the same. Oh, I, I see. Okay, that's fair. Um. Anyway, uh. So yeah, the the fantasy playoffs. We'll start this week. Uh, I have a bye week. Lucas scratched his way into the playoffs in our other league where he started, what, 0-4 or something terrible? 0-4, yeah. Fucking unreal. Good for you, sir. Can be done, folks. Not not by me, but that's okay. The guy, um, in, my, the guy in my one league last year won the championship, and he started 0-4. All you got to do is get in. Get in. Uh, get what was the last year? It was like... Uh, that dude from the Jets, Elijah Moore, carried people last year. Yeah, there's always that one guy at the end. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're uh, we're here to talk Bears football. Since uh, the Bears were on bye last week, uh, not a lot going on. I'm uh, I'm hoping. I mean, I draft did you position. Hear any draft position. Yeah, obviously is the big hot so topic. The, uh, did, go ahead. The Rams won. I mean, Baker helped yep. us out there on that. Oh, on that, that was game. huge! What a game. What a game. That was a great game. That was a great game. And then to save ourselves from going down, or they, instead of losing two spots, I mean, had the Rams would have lost, the Bears would have went down two spots to the number four seed. Rams win. Uh, Broncos lose a close one to the Chiefs. And their pick, which was traded to Seattle in the Russell Wilson trade, is now number two. So Seattle sits at number two. Oh, and, and they, I think they would be a threat for Jalen Carter, to be honest. He just seems like a Seahawk. Well, apparently he's lazy. So, we, dude. Yeah, the, ru- you know, the rumors are churning already. You know, Eberflus ain't going to handle no lazy people. Oh, are you yeah. saying? No, I, I did see a report that says he has character issues. And I was like, that's fine. We can trade back and still get him. No, uh, our boy Michael Gus said he plays lazy sometimes. Yeah. I've I've seen other people comment that he he doesn't show up as often as you'd like for a guy that's that highly touted. Well, he's also rotational almost at Georgia, right? Like he doesn't. Play. All their linemen are. That's not to me. That's not somebody that. Why would you not play him? At least eighty percent of snaps. That doesn't make sense to me if he's that generational or they did the same thing with Jordan Davis. He only played like thirty percent of the snaps there. I don't know why it's just what Georgia does. Uh, I guess it works. They won they won last year, right? So whatever. Um Well, I did not. I did not realize. I. I guess I forgot that the Broncos were right there as well. Um, yeah. So they have the, they have the tie. But the Broncos and Rams play each other one time before the end of the year. God, I can't trust the Broncos to win that game. Right. Well, basically, I mean, 
the Bears, if they lose out, are at least guaranteed a top three pick. If they lose out and the Broncos win one, they'll get a top two pick. Yeah, I mean, I said they'd lose out before the fucking Falcons game, so... You did. I should have just bet that, which yeah, I don't think you could do. I mean, I guess I could have bet the under something. It probably would have been some shit-ass lines, though, but either way. Under six and a half is looking solid. Man. Could have made that bet at the beginning of the year, huh? Anyway. Um... I don't, I didn't hear a lot of you know, practice reports or anything like that. I'm hoping we see more Alex Leatherwood this week against the Eagles. Um, I mean, there's no reason not to play him. It's another week of conditioning for him and learning the playbook, and he looks solid in last week's action. So it would be mm-hmm. nice to see him again, mm-hmm. uh, you know, versus a better team. Better pass rush. I mean, the Packers pass rush isn't bad. Just a better team in general. A better defense. Better players. See how he does. The Bears need to find out what they have in these last four games. Who who is going to be brought back next year? Who who on these short one term one year deals are going to be back here next year for this team? You know, there's no reason for us to be playing. Uh, I don't know Riley Reef, for example, if he's the same skill level as Leatherwood and. He has no future here. No. Um, we got to, I mean, just. Do you start, do you give Velas Jones the offseason to learn how to catch punts or do you just start pushing him out there now? Like Dante Pettis getting snaps is kind of pointless. Um, I mean, they really need to figure out what they have in Tristan Ebner if he's going to be a thing. But like, it seems like Darrington Evans is getting more snaps now and is much better, honestly. Yeah, I'm not too concerned about the running back field. I think that's going to be all scrambled next year anyway. Um, I mean, as for guys that I would specifically like to see in this game and, and beyond, you know, we got Leatherwood. That was a good one. I mean, Nikhil Harry is a guy that I would like to see, you know, get some more snaps, Um, you know, Either in the uh, you know double tight end look like we use in versus Dallas, or um, outside as an X, you know whatever. Um, I would like to see him get some more more run. I mean, I personally think he's has more potential than ESB. Um, you know there might be something there with Harry, so it would be nice to see if we can figure that out these last few weeks and and see how he kind of meshes in the offense in a more full time role. Yeah, so right now you got Claypool, St. Brown, Pettis, Harry Pringle, Jones, Jr. And, of course, you have Monty on the shelf. Half these guys have to make – I mean, you got to imagine it's Monty, Claypool, Jones probably. I mean, I don't think they're going to cut a third rounder one year in, right? So those three are probably pretty – Locked in. Did you say Monty? That's not what I meant. Yeah, Montgomery. Montgomery. You know Armstrong. That's not what I meant though. I meant Mooney. But my eyes don't want to stay up, so my brain is now shutting off. Uh, so I did say Monty, 
Um, so thank you, Lucas, for correcting me for the second time on the podcast. Brett Hunley and <laughs> Tyler Hunt, whatever, whatever the fuck these kids' names are. Anyway, yeah, so that receiver kid, Mooney, he uh, he's he's guaranteed to come back. Chase, he's pretty good. Back. <laughs> yeah, he's not bad. Uh, he's so good. He plays uh, he plays running back and you know whatnot. Uh, and then Velas is pretty much guaranteed to come back. Would you agree? Yes, but I would then, say with Velas, he's he's not guaranteed a, a spot in the wide receiver room necessarily. He doesn't really fit in another room. I mean, what at this room? point, he's just a what special teamer, right? They don't really they use don't him have their own room. It's not like it's not like Devin Hester when he was a <laughs> dog shit receiver was like, oh, hey, I'm going to go hang out with the kickers. <laughs> hey, Trenton Gill, let me uh, let me fucking kick it with you, bro. Like literally, dude, did you hear that? What the, is that Tyreek Hill quote for real? That kicker just kicks because they only practice for like five minutes and then go play ping pong. I don't know. Did he actually say that? I don't know. I saw some random shit on Twitter and this guy's like like crying laughing face and said facts and I was like what? Did he really say that? Because that's hilarious. But <laughs> I I could see it being true either way. Um, so yeah, the Bears need to find out which one of these outcast guys is going to be their you know, number four, number five receiver next year. I personally would like to see it be Nikhil Harry, but we'll see. I mean, still thinking about that catch he had versus Green Bay. I mean, that was was pretty sick. ESP had a nice catch as well. Yeah, but I did like Harry's drops. catch better. Don't get me wrong. You know, I'm a he big just, Nikhil Harry. I, I know, but he just has too many drops. I just don't understand why Harry doesn't like. Why was he a healthy scratch? That bothered. I don't know. Me. I don't like it. It didn't bother me. It bothered me in the sense that the coaching staff doesn't seem to value him as much as they do St. Brown, at the very least. Plus, St. Brown has the history with uh, with Getzy, so it's going to be hard for Harry to shake that. I mean, he hasn't, like... I mean, unless him and Fields just create this massive chemistry over the last four weeks of the season... I mean, we talked about it early, man. Moving him to you to tight end isn't a terrible move. Nah, I mean that. that I thought I love that play they ran versus Dallas, where he basically was like a really tight slot receiver, basically a tight end. I mean, he boxed it. He ran exactly what a tight end would run. He boxed the defender out and called a nice TD. Um, yeah. I mean, I would like to see him used more like that, honestly. He's a big dude, and he uses that body pretty well. And the 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 so Adam Hogue, I think, brought this up. And the, you remember the deep ball that Claypool caught from uh, what's his name? The one that got hurt, uh, the quarterback. Simeon. Anyway, yeah, Simeon. That he didn't really go up and high point the ball. It kind of still hit him in the chest, or kind of hit him in the arm or whatever right here the yeah, he's a body with, catcher yeah the difference with harry is he went up and he snatched that ball with both hands so i agree i agree with you on the harry call i'm just trying to read between the lines on what the what the coaches might think and where that goes i don't see him beating out esb i just don't 
I mean, I just I just don't see that being a thing over him unless something different happens. And I don't think I necessarily see them keeping both because they're very similar. Unless they move Harry. So then, like, that puts us at four wide receivers with, like, a spot for a potential free agent and a spot for a draft pick or two draft picks or two free agents and no draft. I mean, I don't, I don't see them passing on a wide receiver in the draft this year. But okay, I, mean, I guess anything's possible and there's not and the free agent class sucks. So maybe there is a spot for Harry. I don't know. Speaking don't of know. wide receiver free agents, OBJ said today that he will be waiting till next year to sign with the team. I know a lot of mm-hmm. Bears fans will probably be clamoring for him, but I do not think he's a fit in Chicago at all. And, he's a head uh, case. That. He's a head case, dude. He fights. He fights kicker nets. I, he, and yeah, loses. he's gonna. He's gonna want to go to a team who's about to win anyway. So I don't think that'll be um, an option. But he, uh, I know, he wants to go back to the Giants. I mean, he said something about him and Saquon yeah. never got to finish what they started or something. something well, Saquon's like going to leave too. Oh yeah, because he's going to be in Chicago next year. Uh, good stuff. Maybe they go to the same place. Maybe him and OBJ are the same place. Uh, who, yeah. I, I, go ahead. Who, who else on offense are you looking for these last, last four games? So that Wesco kid got hurt, right? At tight end? Yeah. They did they, they and they didn't sign anybody. I mean, it's just Griffin and Cole. Now, uh, yeah. There's really no other. I mean, I, I you really can't give Jatir Carter any run at guard. There's no point in seeing that. I, 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 I don't. Do you see Cody White here coming back next year? They can save money from cutting him. What's the what cut- do you need to save money for though? Uh, that yeah exactly yeah, you're, just you're gonna have to hit the cap hole. floor somewhere, dude you know you're just I mean? cr- you're just creating another hole so yeah. i mean i don't i think he'll be back he should be back i mean he's not terrible he's fine get rid of him I mean, the year after or whatever but i would say he's much better than terrible well I, yeah so that's that's least, what i mean he's yeah he's not he's not a detriment to your team at all he's he's probably a slightly positive yeah um, Could you upgrade eventually? Yes, but oh yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I'm the biggest guy I'm looking for is is Braxton Jones at left tackle. Um, I mean, it seems like he's been getting better every week. I still don't think he's a great pass blocker. You know, he's, I, in my opinion, I think he's really, really good in the run game. I mean, he's always out there, um, you know, as a lead blocker and just demolishing dudes. Uh, yeah, I want to see his development over these next few weeks as a pass blocker. Um, especially if we see the Bears run similar offense they ran versus Green Bay where they're running more dropback stuff. Um, you know, where the line has to protect a few more seconds as opposed to just, uh, you know, rolling out with the QB. So, Gregson Jones is a guy I will have my eyes on. Um, hopefully, he is their long-term answer at left tackle. That would be nice if they didn't have to address that, but we'll see over the next four weeks. So if you if you if Braxton Jones is your left tackle, Cody Whitehair is your left guard, Devin Jenkins is your right guard, would you I mean are you are you pretty confident with those 
three being in those slots next year or or yeah yeah so then you're you're really only replacing center and right tackle i mean i think that's very doable i don't know how many if there's any free agent centers out there um and then right tackle i don't know i i know there's some options for sure there's a few um centers out there veteran centers but i also think this draft is a really good draft uh, to get a center um and i think especially with like the pick that the bears got back from the ravens you know it's not going to be like it's not going to be like they're at the top of the second round where they would have been had they kept their own pick in that claypool trade and, and i'm just saying that because like if they were at the top of that second round you know maybe they take like a d-back or a wide receiver or something but maybe later in the second you know center's kind of uh, you know, better value pick at that point in the draft. So I think it makes a lot of sense for them to draft one this year uh, to pair with fields for the foreseeable future. That's a really good point. <clears throat> I mean, that the, uh, I mean, the top center on everyone's board is this guy from Minnesota, John Michael Schmitz, I think his name is. Um, I'm pretty sure he is a local Illinois kid. Uh, big, just really, really good. Um, really, really good center, and the the position of center, I guess, has been kind of devalued in the draft. So, you know, you you can grab the top center on the board in that second round in most years. Yeah, I I don't know, man. That I feel like that is it's it's up and down. I feel like the best center usually does go in the first round. Or last year, last year was Linderbaum. Yeah, yeah, but the the Cowboys took their stack that that year. They took that center. Is it Stephen? Is it Stephen Fred? What's his name? Anyway, the year they took him, that was like he was a pretty high pick, like top twenty. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Well, even then, if they're normally if a team takes a center in the first round, it's normally just one. I mean, it's not like these guys fly off the board too early, so. I think sure. drafting a center makes sense just to get some younger legs up front. And then I would probably use a, uh, you know, spend a, a sizable amount of money on, on signing like a really solid caliber tackle or, or guard in free agency. I'm trying to find a good list. They're slamming that water, so get after it. Oh yeah, Jack Conklin is the one everybody's pining for. I think El- Elton Jenkins makes the most sense. Yeah, but he's more a guard, right? And we just said yeah, our can, guards are taken up. He he can I mean, play guard or tackle. He can kick out to right tackle. I think that's a good well, good play. That also brings up, I mean, not to go too far down this rabbit hole, but hypothetically i mean if the bears do like um skaronsky in the draft the kid from northwestern you know he plays tackle there but people say because of his arms he might some teams might want to kick him inside a guard i mean they might like drafting a guy like that early because it'll give them a blue chip line prospect but also a guy who's versatile at two positions where if uh, say Braxton Jones doesn't pan out at left tackle. You have uh, Skaronsky on your roster who you could uh, kick out there 
or if you want to replace white hair with him you could probably put him at guard um so yeah. i think that kind of the going into this offseason the bears have a lot of versatility on what they can do with the amount of money and where their pick will land um a, a lot of things they can do so but I mean, as we're talking about it, it'll be interesting to see who kind of solidifies themselves a spot for sure, you know, next year, because there's so much up for grabs. So, see, wait, so Seattle has the number two pick? Currently, yeah. And you don't see them taking a quarterback? You think no. they're going to ride with Gino? I think Gino and... I think the Lions are kind of in the same boat too, who have the Rams pick, you know, right behind us. I think both them teams are going to believe in their guys, at least for another year. I think the Seahawks will keep rolling with Gino, and I think the Lions will keep rolling with golf for now. Man, I don't know if, uh, well, I guess the Lions are probably going to win nine games, right? Or get. They could, goals. yeah. I mean, golf's playing some of the best football of his career. I mean, right. he's in a, he's in a fantastic situation. Don't get me wrong, but. I mean, if oh, he's able to operate in it. Our boy Jamison, Jamison Williams, uh, Joe's boy, scored a touchdown last week. Oh, yeah. I missed it. Yeah, they look... Lines look good. I do... Uh, I, I was pretty harsh on them earlier. As you know, you told me they would be better than us, and I made fun of them, and they get the last laugh. Yeah. <laughs> At least this season. Um, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens on offensive line. I think I would like to invest in free agents more than the draft because they're going to have to find value and spend money this offseason and address a lot of a lot of holes, honestly. So I think O-line is one of the strengths of the free agent class. Um, so hopefully that's, you know, this, 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 uh, this regime is not afraid to let people go if they don't feel like they're a part of the future. So if white hair is not, you know, on their keep them list, he could very well be gone this offseason, regardless of cap savings or anything. It could just be a talent versus, you know, whatever type thing. Um, I think they're going to like Braxton Jones and they're going to want to give him as much leash as they can. He hasn't looked, um, you know, J-Web Nation terrible. Um, Just the Washington game, really. Other than that, I think he's been all right. Yeah. Yeah, he, Marcus Sweat's a fucking beast, though. Yeah, he got uh, there are some There are some pass rushers in the free agency as we kind of dip over to the defensive side of the ball and who you want to see uh, stay I and go and Go ahead. I mean, I was just thinking about this when we were talking about all these guys on offense. I'm just like, defense, I don't even know because this, I don't want to watch this D-line. They're not going to be here next year. I mean, I would – at the secondary, I guess, the young secondary plus Sanborn are the, the guys worth watching. Right. That's about it, right? Uh – I mean, there's got to be. I 
I mean, Robinson needs to get his snaps so that we can see, you know, like Muhammad just doesn't need a single snap again. I don't, Taco Charlton was just a body that they brought in. I, I don't want to see Mike Pennell Jr. back here. Angelo Blackson's been fine, but yeah, yeah, there's really nobody to be excited about really other than Sanborn. Um, Brisker, then, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to watch Brisker come back. Yeah. This defense really missed him. You know, the past few weeks, the intensity's been not there. So, no intensity. And Gordon, man, Gordon's got to show some flashes here to finish the year. Hopefully, It'd be great. Great if he showed some flashes. Uh, yeah, man, there's some uh, there's some defensive talent out there. Marcus Davenport, uh, Zach Gallon from Arizona, who's had like six sacks. Man, I remember. Remember when uh, when the Raiders took Clell and Farrell from Clemson? People freaked the fuck out. That was like Mayock's first pick, and he took him over somebody else. Remember, but he's a free agent. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's any good. I don't think he is. But who did you say? Draymond Jones. D tackle Draymond for the Broncos. Jones. Yeah, he's listed as a D-end here on uh, on spot track, but that's irrelevant. Uh, Puna Ford from Seattle. Isn't he, isn't he playing a 3-4? Who? Puna Ford. I don't know. Sure. Sure, 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 sure. Chase Winovich. Yannick Ngakwe. That would be a good one. Ashawn Robinson. Honestly, just names I recognize. Dante Fowler. Man, he's bounced around let's, a lot. Let's let's talk about the game. What's what going to go on this Sunday? Oh, the Eagles game that y'all are going to without me? No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> it's my favorite song. Um, yeah, uh, I, I got nothing to say about this game. We're gonna get blown the fuck out. Uh, I think it'll be high scoring. If it's high scoring, it's all I want. High scoring will keep me entertained. I think the alcohol the over, will keep you entertained. The over under is forty eight and a half. I think a pretty high Ooh. over under. Man, they expect the Bears to score three and a half points, huh? Shut up, dude. <laughs> the Bears are going to score at least 24 this game. Oh, man. Please say it with your chest, Luke, so I can bet team, the team under. 24, is that score. you got them at? Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying they're at. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm going to go bet that under right now. <laughs> Let me see what the actual uh, the line Locked is on the game. In. Lock it in. Lock it up. Um, so I think, you know, like you mentioned, having those defensive backs 
uh, back in the back in the you know secondary is going to be good, especially against a team with AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. Uh, I think we match up better with AJ Brown. Devonta Smith is the kind of wide receiver that runs all over us pretty much every time. So like, I mean, that's going to be keep up with them. I was going to say that. I think it's going to be interesting that Jalen lines up on AJ Brown. I've, I've, we've what? seen him. We've seen him have some success with some bigger wide receivers like that, like Devontae Adams a few times. Um, so I think I don't know. If, there's no way that Jalen Johnson will follow him, right? No, he's never been that corner, right? To follow. Besides the one time he tried it on Devontae Adams, and when they moved into the slot, he got crushed. Yeah. Yep. That'll be an interesting one to watch. I mean, I, I think Kyler Gordon. They're gonna, they're gonna go after him a lot. Um, I think Goddard's coming. Goddard got is eligible to be activated off IR. I don't know if he's gonna play this week, but not sure if that's a great matchup for Sanborn quite yet. <laughs> if he is out there. Did they release an injury report? Uh, they should have. But other than that, the Bears' lack of pass rush is going to... Uh, well, Jalen Hurts should just bring a tent because he's going to be camping in the backfield with the amount of pressure the Bears are going to be generating this game. He's going to what? Set up a tent? He could set up a tent and camp back there with the amount yeah. of non-pressure the Bears will generate this game. Maybe that's better versus a mobile quarterback. I don't even know. <laughs> so I don't see Goddard listed as did not participate, limited participation or full participation. So I don't know where he's at. I, I think he was just eligible to return from IR, but maybe he's not ready yet. Gotcha. We had Larry Borum, who did not participate. Chase Claypool. Justin Fields and Trevin Wesco. Full what happened to What happened to Claypool? His that knee injury last week. Hmm. I mean, he kept playing, so I don't know why. Whatever. Uh, and then Brisker, Gordon, Nikhil, Harry, and Phil Dor all full participation. Right. Yeah, so I mean, matchup-wise, obviously the Eagles' offensive line is an A++++, and the Bears' defensive line is an F. Um, the matchup there is absolutely, absolutely terrible. I mean, what what are the Eagles' keys to success in this game? I mean, do you think they do what they want? Do you think the Bears are going to make them run the ball? Do you think... Or do you think the Bears' defense is just going to be completely hopeless in this one? Yes. <laughs> All of the above. No, they're not going to – Bears' defense isn't going to force them to do anything. The Eagles are going to do whatever they want. They're a good offense regardless of the Bears' ineptitude on defense. I guess um, I, I guess a better phrasing is how do you think the Eagles are going to attack the Bears? Balance? Are they going to be run-heavy, pass-heavy? They'll probably be run-heavy. I mean, I, I, they're, they're a pretty run-heavy team anyway. Uh, they do have a good mix of pass just because of Smith and Brown, but 
they can run the ball very well, especially with Hurts. So I think it's still going to be a fairly run-heavy scheme, and you'll see them mix in play action and, and torch us with Brown and Smith. Yeah. I think I agree with you. I could see Smith definitely having a bigger game than Brown. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, the Bears... I'm, you know, kind of an underrated storyline, I guess, for this is how are the Bears going to react out of a, a bye week? I mean, when they came out of the bye, mini bye, after they played Washington on Thursday, they came out on Monday night and played yeah. their best New game England of played. football Street all year. Torched them, yeah. So that is a, that is a good point. I, I want to see how they're prepared again. I'm not saying that the Bears will win, but maybe if they – just come out with some new stuff that hasn't been seen yet. Maybe catch the Eagles by surprise. Can put up some early points. Um, maybe it's not as bad as we think. I would say. Well, according the- according to, according to the Twitter verse, Justin Fields' illness is is ser- more serious than we think, and he's going to be held out of this game so that the Bears intentionally lose. What do you think about that, Lucas? It's a lot of nuts. It's a load of nuts. I agree. I think it's more than a little nuts. I think it's a load of nuts. Bonkers. That's what I said. A why load would of nuts. You not, why would you not play your your young stud quarterback to get it's, him more? It's not even that people. Clay people Ford. are just acting like it. Like he would be okay with that. Like them <laughs> telling him to act like he's sick and miss the game. Like that is just next level tinfoil hat conspiracy theory. Now, we, we can have this conversation on Monday or Tuesday if he actually does miss the game. But until Hell, that man, happens... We're, 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 we're Wednesday night and the first freaking injury report has been released. If, we're, if, we, if this is Friday and he was working on a three-day illness and it's clearly not COVID or they would have said so... He wouldn't be in the building. They said he was in the building. Yeah. He's probably just got a little tum-tum. That's weird, though. I didn't think vegetarians got tummy aches. So they were all cleaned out. From Flu the season, man. Did you ever, like, so did you ever see <laughs> the Ravens weird. injury report? Lamar's on that thing like every fucking week. He always plays. He's got to poop. I don't know what, dude. That is crazy. I, for whatever reason, he always... I feel like some of the national uh, reporters, like... I'm going to tweet that out to joke about it at this point because it happens so much. Like, I'll see random Schefter tweets where will be like, Lamar Jackson on injury report with illness. <laughs> it's, like, it's like literally like every week the guy's fucking sick. Anyways. The guy is fucking sick. He's a dope player. Yeah, hopefully he can come back soon. Speaking of fantasy, that was another big blow for a lot of fantasy teams. Not having him. Um, Lamar? Lamar Jackson? Lamar, the uh, prize gem of the free agency class this year. I don't know, man. Go Brady's available. He's only 45 years old. <laughs> Comes with six uh, full rings and, a, and, and no wedding ring. Ooh. Damn. He, re- he rebounded he, fairly quick. He's he already some other. What? Is he really? He's with some like supermodel. Shut your mouth, dude. Why is he <laughs> like this is the only kind of chick he goes for? It's because it's because Antonio Brown stole his girl. 
I don't know if it was like a fake picture, but yeah, I saw that Brady was with some really young chick. It's like odds, like odds checker has like odds on who his next girlfriend's gonna be. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what are the odds, man? Alessandra Ambrosia at plus eight hundred. This is Dude. this is a while ago. This is like two months ago. All right, Kendall, Kendall Jenner at plus a thousand. Lindsey Vaughn, yeah, that's a good one. Plus a thousand. Tom Brady's rumored girlfriend Veronica Rajek. Oh yeah, Veronica Rajek. Never heard of her. Oh well, damn. No time to find her though. I typed V E R and that's all it needed. Yeah, whoa. All right. Anyway, back to business here. The Bears Good offense. Defense. What can the Bears offense do to the Eagles defense? The Eagles will see. This is where I think the bad matchup comes into play because the Bears are obviously one of the better rushing teams in the league, and the Eagles' run defense is sick. Yeah, but you can't you can't put any run defense up against like a running quarterback. Like, yeah, no, it, yeah. it'll be interesting. You know what I mean? Like, uh, just because a run defense is solid versus the run, it's usually because running backs, right? I don't really incorporate in Russian quarterbacks into that you know not statistic necessarily but I, I think they I think they would be able to come up with running plays that that could work and uh what they need to do is is work that that drop back game like they did in Green Bay and get some big chunk plays Claypool and and yeah, and some big chunk plays. Um, I mean, the best thing about Fields being running crazy for weeks on end was now that that is all defensive coordinators are thinking about. And they once they start to mix in some more like like almost run pass option where he's the run and he has the option to pass. They're going to be insanely difficult to defend. Yeah, and this is where the um, this is where it comes into uh, this is where it comes into play where we say the bye week and you know what kind of new wrinkles will the uh, the Bears offense be able to put in this week that might be something the Eagles haven't seen yet and kind of catch them off guard, um, you know, kind of right away. Yeah, wrinkles. Throw it deep. As a, as a deep. whole, deep. throw Eagles. it to Monty out of the backfield, please. And I do really mean Monty this time. Eagles' pass defense has only been giving up 178.7 a game. Oof, that tough. is fucking good. Yeah, that is best in the league, actually. They give up 19.1 points and a hundred. Well, they give up 118 on the ground, so I guess their That's run defense is slightly worse than their pass defense. What's that ranked? 
middle of the pack. Really? Seems. Well, I guess that kind of seems low, but. Yeah, it's like right in the middle of the league. But they basically have the league best pass defense. So. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like you said, it it is always different when you play mobile quarterback. I don't know how many mobile quarterbacks the Eagles have played this year. Um, we'll Daniel see. Jones. Yeah, Danny Dimes. Danny Wheels, baby. He hasn't played anyone like Fields. Dak. Yeah, Dak coming back from injury, and they played the other. They played the backup. The one. No, they played the backup, didn't they? Cooper Rush knows how to rush the ball, though. It was Cooper Rush. That's who it was. Whatever. I'm just trying to think who's in their division that's mobile. What are the... uh, Offensive keys, Chris. Offensive keys. What are the Bears going to do to the... Yeah, what are they going to do to score in the Eagles? Kick field goals? (laughs) Cairo, Cairo Santos? Kick one field goal the whole day and punt the rest of the time. I I, I don't think they're going to have a good game. It, well, coming out of the bye is going to be adds a it does add a good wrinkle, like you're saying, and like like we've talked about a little bit before, is how <clears throat> this coaching staff prepares for games in general, and then especially coming out of bye, like the bye week and stuff. Which that mini bye, they look great. Um, so it's going to be super interesting coming out of this one. Shit, even the short, short week on the backside of that was pretty solid, wasn't it? Who did play after New England? Was that Dallas? Yeah. I mean, yep. that looked pretty good there, too. So preparation on the short week. Like, what are your thoughts on this, this coaching staff as a whole? Would you, you know, a lot of, a lot of fans out there were pining and still kind of are for Brian Dayball. They the Giants started out very good, even though their their offense wasn't shit and their defense was playing lights out. Um, Doug Doug Peterson in Jacksonville, I know, is, is one of your still you know favorite coaches in the league um, that was you know hired in this offseason cycle. But how do you think the Bears have fared with Eber? Flus and gang. Eber Flus. Oh. Uh, fine. I mean, it's coaches, I feel like, are so tough to judge. I mean, sometimes they really do need a little bit of talent to work with. Um, you know, sometimes they have a really good first year and can't, uh, you know, keep making adjustments. I think Eber Flus has really had his ups and downs this year. Um, I really like him as a person. I like his philosophies and what he stands for. Um, just really interested to see what will happen kind of next year when they get him some more talent. Um, I think overall I'm a little bit more disappointed in the defense than I thought I would be. I know I always say this. I preface it by saying, yes, their defense has no talent, but I did think he'd be able to elevate that unit a little bit more. On the flip side of that, I also believe he's helped the offense um, because he did say he's a CEO type coach. So, I will give him credit for the offensive turnaround and, and bring a Getsy on. Mm-hmm. So uh, just just a mixed bag. You know, I think he's all right. We'll see kind of moving forward what it's about when he really has uh, a team to work with. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think they've done well, honestly, for what they have in the building, and and this being a, a full teardown. So we'll we'll see. Uh, I think Getsy was the was the real prize. Alan Williams leaves a lot to be desired. So hopefully that situation is is only talent based and not not sold not really on on Williams. But we'll see. Uh, this offseason will be interesting with coaching changes. Uh, obviously, the Panthers already moved on from rule. Uh, a lot of people here in Denver think that Hackett's going to be one and done. Um, who else is probably shake-hand? Well, it should be uh, for now. Well, the Colts, we'll see what the Colts do. I don't know. Saturday, yeah. Saturday is probably not going to be the guy. Yeah, long, probably long not. Term. Um, I thought there was one more that. Hmm. Kingsbury, you think Kingsbury st- keep, keeps his job? Yeah, uh, I think he'll get canned. Oh, you think he'll get canned? Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a terrible yeah, yeah. organization. Well, yeah, their ownership has been trash for its entire existence. Right. The the bid will suck. We think we have it bad. We do not have it as bad as they do. But anyway, uh, predictions. I think the Bears get absolutely demolished. Um. I jokingly told you 45 to 10 before we got going. Uh, over under is at 48 and a half. You said, I think it's legitimately like. Like 35, 14. Eagles. I'm going 29, 23 Eagles. I think the Bears are going to put up points and hang with them for most of the game. And they'll slowly kind of lose it, fall apart at the seams in the fourth like they always do. But I do think they'll be able to put up some points. I think this is going to be a, a good game to watch for the quarterbacks. I think they're going to go back, uh, you know, back and forth a little bit. Hurts and Fields. So 29-23 is my prediction. Maybe I'm just twenty-three. Maybe I'm wishing it into existence because I'm going to the game, but I'll take the over on that. On the game overall. Over forty-eight and a half. Forty-eight and a half. Bears. What's the spread? Nine and a half. So Bears cover. Bears are one of the best teams ATS this year, right? Not sure. I know the Falcons were like undefeated for a while against the spread, but feel like let's see here. Ooh, interesting. Who do you think is number one right now? This is just complete guess. The Panthers. No, they're 
they're above 500, but not. The Bears are terrible against the spread, as it were. We're four and eight. Absolutely awful. Um, it's fucking the worst in the league is Tampa at three and nine, which that's hilarious because they're so terrible. Uh, Cincinnati, 10 and three against the spread. 77%. That's fucking crazy. So go bet the Bengals. Uh, and then it's the Giants, Detroit, and Philly. Giants are, Giants and Detroit are both nine and four, and Philly's eight and five. So San Francisco, Dallas, the Jets, Tennessee, and the Chargers. Wow. Chargers looked good the other night, Monday night. Oh, yeah. Bouncing back. Defense looked good. Khalil Mack making noise for the boys. They, also, they exposed Tua, man. Tua Brandon just Staley. looked like hot dog shit, dude. He did Brandon not Staley, throw the ball. He had a good, he had a good game plan there, though. I no, I I I don't think I'd agree with that. His his throws, like there were plenty of wide open Tyreek Hill throws that he just threw like a duck. Just they looked terrible from out of his hand, and that's nothing Staley did. Well, I was watching. What Staley did, what a lot of other teams haven't done this year, is he basically gave those receivers, he gave them, the, he gave them from the the numbers over to the sideline, and just said, "You can have that space." So when Tyree Kill went in motion, the corner just played inside leverage on his inside shoulder the whole time, and Tua actually looked off the receiver who he could have thrown down the sideline to, and probably, you know, would have foot raced into the end zone to to tuck the ball and scramble on those throws because he knows he can't throw. Hash to hash. Huh. If you go back, it's it was like deliberate that his cornerbacks were playing inside the numbers and playing just inside shoulder on him, not letting him get inside at all. Hmm. And it, and it looked like it had to. It really rattled. Uh oh. Well, that's trouble. Uh, that wasn't the other one. Was that Staley? If Staley gets fired. Do you think Staley gets fired? He should. If they don't make the playoffs, he absolutely should. I, I, that team is way too talented for them not to make the playoffs. Dude, this has been the Chargers since I was since I was in high school. Like they have always been uber talented and fallen short. Marty yeah. Shot, and I mean they they've had, think about their quarterback run. You know, they've gone from. Uh, Drew Brees to Rivers to to Herbert, you know, in a pretty yeah. short amount of time, and they've had ta- they've had talented running backs the entire time, you know, with Tomlinson, and then Melvin Gordon was fucking a beast in San Diego, and then now they, they have some Edward. really good defenses. Yeah, they just oh their defense their defensive issue they get hurt all the time. They had that cornerback uh, that was like top cornerback in the league, and he just got hurt every single year. And now Derwin James seems to be falling into that same pattern. They were getting hurt all the time. Um, yeah, and then Bose is out now. And then what, who's that other defensive end they had left? Was it Melvin? Nah. Anyway. Melvin Ingram? Yeah, yeah Melvin Ingram. The Chargers, Chargers have always had tons of talent, and they just – I don't know. I'll save that for the Believe in Charge podcast. 
Are you going to be on there? Believe in bolts. Did they uh, did they ask you to co-host? Oh yeah. Since you're electric. Ooh. Are you singing the song tonight? Since Joe's not here. Fuck yeah, man! You fucking ready? Oh yeah. I was gonna. I was actually gonna see if we could uh, see if we could hear it. I thought, you were gonna say, I thought you were going to say phone Joey. Fucking <laughs> hilarious. No, that would be funny. Um, I don't think, I wonder if you can hear it. I can hear that. It's a Papa Murphy's commercial? No. No. Okay. Well, then I'll just sing along with, this, with it while it's on. It would be great. All right. You ready? It's about to start. All right. Here we go. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Let them know for the way to victory. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Fight with the might so fearlessly. Never forget the way you drilled the nation. With your deformation. Bear down, Chicago Bears. And let them know why you're wearing Crown. You're the pride and joy of the boys with a bear's hair down. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.